All right, welcome back to the We Shall Not Sleep podcast. Thank you so much for hanging in with me and bearing with me in the last several weeks as I have been off. I do appreciate all of the patience and the continued support. The reason why I've been off, I'll get to in a minute. That's the whole purpose of this entire uh, little episode. Another drive time will be explained in one minute. But uh, for those who are new uh, to the show, I just say thank you so much for checking this out. Uh, This is a show that I've tried my best to stay consistent with, have interviews, and also just share my thoughts. Uh, The whole premise of this is that a lot of the stuff that I think is incredibly important for the church, uh, we've just been sleeping on. We've been slothful with, and we have not done a very good job of teaching people a lot of the fundamental things that affect our world. And so when Christians go out away from church and spend the vast majority of their lives away from a church building on a Sunday morning, they're left to their own devices and how to think about very controversial things because the church refuses to actually uh, talk about these things. Uh, And the whole premise of we shall not sleep is we cannot sleep on these topics. We cannot be asleep, spiritually asleep to these things. We have to educate one another otherwise who or what is going to and that can be a very scary proposition to face especially as our kids continuing to grow up in a more secularized world uh, away from virtues and morals so that's what we're trying to do here is is have controversial conversations that are done in a responsible way that uh, have mature adults talking about things that they're passionate about that they feel called to and discussing topics that you might not hear from the pulpit, which is a shame because as a pastor myself, I actually try to lean heavily into those things, not run from them. So if you are a fan of that premise, I would encourage you to follow us on Facebook, We Shall Not Sleep Podcast. You can subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple, Google, third parties. We're hosted on SoundCloud if you want to check us out there. Thank you so much. And if you ever want to connect with the show, email a topic um, or some submit some feedback or criticism, uh, constructive criticism. Hopefully, you can email the show at wsnspodcast at gmail.com. Excellent. So, uh, update. I am feeling much better. I was diagnosed with COVID back on October 8th. And because of that, I, I just didn't have a whole lot of energy. And, uh, like the millions of people around the globe who have suffered from this terrible illness, uh, you know, each person has a different uh, response, immune response to it. And mine, uh, like a lot of people, was good. I didn't have a really bad case of it, but then I worsened. My condition worsened about uh, day six, and I felt uh, pretty, pretty labored as far as my breathing goes. And I had to get some medical attention, and I did. And I got that, and I was feeling better um, within just a few hours after um, getting some medication. And so thank you for those who have been praying. Thank you for those, again, who have been uh, walking through uh, a lot of this um, you know, with me and asking for updates. I really do appreciate it. Unfortunately, uh, at the same time, both of my parents um, also uh, contracted uh, COVID, and uh, they uh, did not respond as well. So they're still battling, so I appreciate the continued prayers. That's all I'm going to say on that, on that matter. So the title of this episode is Empathy, and it's something that it's biblical. Like Sympathy 
you know, and and compassion, uh, though those are things that you know get get thrown around there with with empathy as well, and they're not at all the same thing. You know, compassion from a biblical standpoint, you know that that's being able to come alongside people um, and being able to, if you're moved with compassion, you're you're going to do something. You have you have this this will to to do something. If you have compassion on somebody. You you step into their lives, and you're and you're doing something. Sympathy that's something that it's like oh I feel sorry for that person. And also you know from a from a perspective that, that I come come at, um, it, it's something that you're just extending thoughts and, and that's it. Um, you know it's not bad to to sympathize with people, um, but it, it's 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 different. It's different. Sympathy involves uh, and definitely an understanding. Um, from your own perspective, saying, yeah, I can, I can see where that person's coming from. But empathy, empathy moves, moves you to put, um, moves yourself, you're putting yourself in the other person's shoes. Uh, And compassion is then doing something, having compassion with with people um, from a biblical perspective. It's what, it's what Paul talks about in Romans uh, when he says, uh, rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep. Uh, he also says later in Galatians, you know, bear one another's burdens and then so fulfill the law of Christ. So in the same way in 1 Corinthians 12, if one member suffers, all suffer together. If one member is honored, all rejoice together. It, it's a teamwork. It's it's an aspect of that. And and so when we look at empathy, it's trying to put yourself in another person's shoes. You might not be able to uh, relate to them as far as I don't know what you're going through, but I want to spiritually put myself in your position. I want to feel what you feel. It's called, in another way, intercessory prayer. As you're asking Father to to intercede on their behalf, stand in the way, if you will, and try to take on that. And I know the prayer warriors out there who who ask for that burden to be alleviated or ask that uh, they they share and they partake in it. They come alongside people physically and spiritually, emotionally, and they offer that support. They mourn with one another. And you know, from as a Christian standpoint, we spiritually believe that we can share those burdens with one another. And that goes beyond sympathy. That goes beyond saying, "Yeah, I can relate to that. I can sympathize." Uh, but em- empathy, stepping in, and the compassion there as well as the action that follows the empathizing. And it's hard to do that when you can't relate or. Our entire culture, we're, we're, we're based on like relatability uh, socially and how we can, you know, when we spread um, gifts or memes or uh, share a joke or we make a cultural reference to a movie, a TV show, uh, a song, uh, something in our culture, that, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of empathizing in a way because you're trying to share in this relation. You're trying to have this common bond and that's been something that's more ubiquitous in my generation because of communication and because of the widespread uh, use of technology, you can connect with people that instead of talking about, you know, something, did you read this book, which takes a lot of time, you know, before the advent of the internet and, and smartphones, uh, you have to, you have to partake in something either together uh, physically, like go see the same movie, or you'd have to read the same book or uh, have been part of the same conversation, which, which for a lot of people that doesn't, that that might not you know 
bother them, but as far as like the, the efficiency and the quickness in which you can relate to one another and, and partake in social events with one another is so much faster because the way that we relate to one another is, is media driven and it's on our phones, it's on social media, stuff is instant. I don't have to spend two weeks reading a book and then we can talk about this thing that ties us together. And so we're, we're constantly looking for that relation and that's something that's affected me too in regards to COVID. Because my entire experience with COVID has been completely non-existent. It, it, I have, since basically February of 2020, you know, my, my workplace um, has, was deemed essential by the U.S. government and the state of Michigan. And so I continued to work. I didn't, I only knew a couple people in my family that ended up contracting the virus. But I, I never had to file for unemployment. I never had to take extra precautions because my immediate family who I was living with at the time before I moved out, none of us got it. We were spared. And, and so you can, you can empathize. You can try to put yourself in other people's shoes. But I actually didn't know a whole lot of people who had it. It was, it was from a distance. It wasn't in my immediate circle. And that was until the second week of October here. And so the last two weeks have been a stark reminder of the importance of empathy and compassion. Even when you're distant from people, it's saying, really, I, I don't know what's going to happen until it happens to me. And it has happened. And the, the one thing, I'm not going to tell what people should or shouldn't do medically. That's not even, I'm not even going to come close to doing that. I'm not here to preach that because I don't know your medical situation. I don't know the, the history with you and your doctor. So I'm not going to do that. A lot of people take this stance as once they experience it, they get on a pedestal, and then, and then they tell you what you should do based on my experience. I'm not doing that. That's not the purpose of this. I am only sharing my experience. What you want to do is your business, and I am not in the business of telling you what you should or should not do, especially when it comes to your own health. And just for me, you know, personally, my, my family and I, we've certainly gained some perspective. And that, that comes in life, being able to say, well, I had these maybe preconceived notions or I didn't have any at all because I didn't know what to think because I'm only I'm hearing different stories from other people. And, that, and this transcends COVID, right? This, this is talking about opinions or experiences in life. Um, and you can, you can take this into maybe a political realm. Like you don't, you have this, this one viewpoint. And then once you come in contact with maybe another person or another perspective, you're, it changes potentially. And, and that's, and that's connected with humility. And I think empathy and compassion requires humility. It requires you to get out of your own way and put yourself in the other person's shoes and walk with them through something saying, you know, I don't, maybe I don't agree, or maybe I can't relate on the ex experiential level, but I'm going to walk through this with you anyway. And I almost owe an apology for those people that I knew who got COVID because, um, because the, the personal experiences were all over the place. You didn't know, uh, what was going to happen. And, and now that I've seen my family still deal with this and I've experienced it myself, it's been a reminder to me of that role of empathy and compassion in the lives of us Christians. And how it's very easy to not necessarily dismiss, but to say, oh man, I'm sorry, I'll be praying, and then that's it. What if there's another step we need to do? What if it's offering assistance? Which I've been, by the way, a recipient. Thank you for everyone who have, in my family and friends, my congregation, who has reached out offering, what can we do, what can we do? 
that's going the extra step. And and maybe you can't offer anything, but maybe sometimes we offer prayers. That's our default response, and then we forget to pray. What about that sometimes? I am just as guilty as that as the next person. So those are just some thoughts today. I don't really have an underlying like message to, to preach to you other than maybe it's important for us to remember compassion and empathy. Empathy starts it. It starts by getting out of our own way and truly loving that person and bearing with each other. Just some thoughts. As always, may God bless you and may God keep you.